In the midst of a storm, bring it back home. In the midst of the storm, it's good to have some upbeat power news, given how many of us have not had a lot of it, either good news or indeed power for 24 hours or so. It appears Rio Tinto are ready to cut some sort of deal at TY. This has been the ongoing debate over whether they stay, whether they go. Contact Energy Boss Mike Fuchs is with us. Mike, morning to you. Morning, Mike. How are you? Very well. Just to recap for people who don't follow these things closely, uh, are they still going or closing or have they decided to stay or where are we at? Um, technically, their contract um, ends at the end of 2024 and currently they're in negotiations with a variety of parties on extending that. And so where are you at with that deal? Oh, look, we've had some very good discussions with them. Um, we've st- explored a wide range of options around them staying for a good period of time, for an extended period of time, so we don't keep coming back to this. And um, the engagement's been very positive. What's a good period of time? Um, beyond 10 years. Wow, that's encouraging. That's exciting. Do they want to be here? Absolutely. Look, the smelter down south is one of the most carbon efficient in the world. Um, normally a smelter takes about six, emits 16 tonnes of t- carbon to produce one tonne of aluminium. This one produces two. They're committed to Southland, uh, committed to Mirahuku. Yes, they want to be here. How much of what we've seen over these last few years has been really about price? It's a bargaining chip. We're off unless you give us a good deal. Oh, look, it's always about price. Um, I think in this day and age, it's more than that now. It's about um, how we reduce carbon emissions, that we do the right thing for the planet. Um, And so certainly their posture has changed significantly. And how much of it varies depending on what the aluminium market internationally is actually doing? I think we have to recognise that there is an international aluminium market, but at the moment and for the foreseeable future, demand for aluminium is very high. And so that plays into it. The issue for you as a business, having a customer that large and yet up until now that uncertain, is that a problem? No, no. Look, large-scale industrials in New Zealand um, use electricity. Um, As part of looking after um, all our customers, we have to help be able to look after them. And so you have to be able to engage in those, these discussions in a mature way because industrial, the industrial part of our economy is very important to us. Indeed it is. Is the government involved this time around or not? Um, no, they keep a watching brief on it. Um, the Electricity Authority potentially has to approve any major contracts that um, come out of it, but no, they're not. So the days of them writing cheques are gone, do you think? Um, hopefully, yes, absolutely. This is between... Um, Competent commercial parties. Good. What, when's all this going to be announced, rubber stamped and sealed and signed and ribbon cut and cake head and all that? Uh, we indicated um, yesterday that we'd like it, like to see it sooner rather than later, but um, there's a number of parties involved in it and they, very much, um, they will determine the timeline. But um, sooner rather than later, we will hope. Good. Hey, while I've got you, I've become fascinated in solar and in Canterbury, and I don't know what your mix is, but what is your mix for a company in the makeup of what you produce? At the moment, we're geothermal, um, hydro, um, the Clutha scheme um, down south, and um, we've got a little bit of thermal um, in Taranaki. Um, we announced last week that we're thinking about building solar um, in conjunction with Christchurch International Airport. Oh, that's you, um, right. We're delighted, yeah, we're delighted about, um, and it looks very promising. The See, because one of them out there in Canterbury, there's three of them now that are under application. One of them's 258 hectares and there are over 300,000 panels. Is there, like, a, a visual impact on that? Is there a pushback from people going, I don't want to see this? No. Um, interesting with solar, because they're not as high as um, 
wind towers, let's say, um, the, the, the consenting of um, solar farms tends to be a bit more straightforward. And remember that solar panels are designed to absorb the light, so we try to... They, they don't have reflection or anything major like that. Okay. Going forward, solar, wind, wave, what's the future in terms of, you know, good, steady, reliable, this is the future kind of generation? Well, number one is the geothermal we've got underway um, in the Waikato, um, and we've got a significant um, investment program underway already. Um, we've built Tohara, we've got Hooker 3, and we're replacing Wairaki um, over the next five years. Um, solar and wind have a part to play in that. Um, you've got to be able to firm it um, beyond that. Um, but first and foremost, we're getting after our geothermal, and then we've got the solar project down in Christchurch, and there might be some more wind and solar projects down the way. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Mike Fush, who's the Contact Energy CEO.